Okay, now this video is uh, prompted by a lady that left a comment on, uh, I don't remember which video number it is, I think, let's have a look. Yeah, video number 40, uh, Laura B. Dannon. And she asked a question which um, I should have addressed earlier already. Now, it's quite natural when you start to find out the truth about the Novus Orco Church and uh, the real Catholic Church, that your first question is, oh my God, where do we go from here? You know, there's been no legitimate Pope for since 1958, for like 60 years plus. Um, all the clerics of the supposed Catholic Church are really Novus Orcians. They're not Christian or Catholic or validly ordained at all. And even those which might be validly ordained, you have to reject because it is a, um, a practice of Catholics, of the Catholic Church, it's one of the canon laws. If something is suspect, leave it alone, stay away from it. So if something is potentially corrupt, you don't deal with it. Um, or, you know, you, you, you should be completely aware of the fact that it is potentially corrupt. Now, take a guy like Vigano, right? Uh, Bishop Vigano came out a while back, I can't remember, it's a year ago or whatever. And he basically said, look, uh, Bergoglio knew that McCormick was a predatory homosexual. There'd been plenty of reports about it and blah, blah, blah. So people immediately say, oh, Vigano is a real hero of the church and blah, blah, blah. Is he? How many years has that guy been taking lollipops and fancy pants, as Owen calls it? Yeah. Why isn't he called out Vatican two years ago, decades ago? He's not a young guy. How long has he been a priest? How long has he been a bishop? So he only comes out at the end when there's like literal infested with pederasts and pedophiles. And he's been taking his lollipops and fancy pants and been living off the Novus Orco church for decades. And only when it comes right to a fore, then he says, oh, well, you know, Bergoglio's kind of, maybe he was validly ordained originally. But has he denounced everything in Vatican II? Has he? And you know what? Let's say that a guy like Vigano does tomorrow, confesses his sins to the world, says he took too many lollipops and fancy pants, but he's disgusted by what's happened to the Novus Orca Church which, you know, he should know from the beginning, it was Novus Orco. Anyway, he repents and he says, no, I'm, I've seen that was wrong to do all of that stuff. I reject all of Vatican II and I, you know, I'm a, now a real Catholic bishop. Let's say he does that. First of all, I'd like to see him, if he did that, he would have to acknowledge the original bishops, the original clerics, the original priests that are still there, that were always there, that never defected. And he should submit to them because he is in error, according to the truth. So first of all, he would have to submit to them and acknowledge them, first of all. If he doesn't do that step, it doesn't count. Even if he did do that step, I would continue to treat him as somewhat suspect. And only over time, and I'm talking decades, if he lives that long, would I begin to perhaps trust him. I would have to you know, meet with him face to face and understand who he is, what he's doing. And, and I would be looking at all of his actions going forward. So, you know, the question that uh, Laura B. Dannon asked was like, where do we go from here? You know, like, aren't we all like lost sheep? Where's the Catholic Church? And, you know, I, I kind of forgot that that was a concern for me, too. When I first figured all this out, I was like, oh, my God, but then it's all broken. And how do we go from here? You know, it's like there's, there's no way out sort of thing.
Now, that's why I'm doing these videos. That's why I wrote the book, I believe, which uh, has already converted a few people. I mean, there can't have been that many people that bought it. It's only got like one review. So there must be like, I don't know, maybe a dozen people that have bought the book. And I've had like four or five people telling me I'm converting. I'm going back to church. I'm going to get baptized. So it seems to be having uh, a decent uh, effect. But that's the whole point. So, you know, I wrote a, um, an article called Rome Has Fallen and on Men of the West. Um, I think I can't remember if it's menofthewest.com or .net or .org or one of those. Anyway, the point is, yes, Rome has fallen. It is filled with pederasts, um, predatory homosexual, drug fiends, uh, you know, pedophiles. Pedophile protector is Bergoglio, the vicar of pedophiles on earth. That's his official title of the Novus Orco Church. And if you're a Catholic that didn't know because you haven't been Catholicized, because you didn't, um, you didn't bother to, to you know, find out, and now you're finding out when you watch video number one on my stream, or, and then video number two, and then all, most of the other videos where I mentioned this, and you, and you realize, oh, the Catholic Church was completely infiltrated and completely taken over, what do we do now? We're all lost. No, you're not lost. You know, go to canon188.com and read the about page. In the about page there, there's links to um, the, the people that I got baptized with who are proper Catholic. There is a link there to a discussion on canon188.4. In the about page, there's a link to a, a more in-depth conversation about canon188.4. And at the bottom of that conversation, there's a link to, I think, sgg.com, I think it is, which is a um, where the priest who wrote that article operates from, which is somewhere in the States. And, you know, clearly he gets it and he's, uh, you know, a traditionalist, uh, a Catholic, uh, not a Novus Orkin. So, but, you know, but where do we go from here? Well, there are millions and millions, if not a billion, of potential Catholics that have been deceived. So the first step is to Catholicize. The first step is to make people know the truth. That's why I wrote this, okay? Still off center, I haven't corrected it yet, but you know, it's just the cover, the inside is pretty good. That's why I wrote that, that's why I'm doing the videos, and that's why I'm not monetized in any way, really. Okay, if you buy the book, I suppose that a couple of bucks come to me, but you know, that's just nature of the thing. Um, the, the videos are not monetized and um, I am making a documentary about the real Catholic Church which I hope to be finished with in a couple of months um, it depends also on other people that are helping me and they're doing it for free so I can't exactly push them to to work much faster really um, so you know that's the point what do we do from here well what we do from here is we catechized enough of those people. We make enough of the lay people that were nominally Catholics aware of what the true situation is. Then go to canon188.com. I think they're in the process of putting up contact pages that hopefully work well, because what their aim is, is to get real priests to come out, even if it's just once a year or whatever, to do a proper Holy Mass in your area. And if enough people sponsor it, these guys will go anywhere. You know, they're busy. They're busy because there's not that many of them. They're, the more of us request these priests, 
the more they will have funds, the more we give them some money to, you know, get other new priests um, ordained that, that see the truth. And, and they are regularly ordaining uh, priests. Um, then it becomes broader and broader. And eventually, there's a lot of abandoned churches. Eventually, the idea is that they will have enough uh, money to purchase uh, abandoned churches, reconsecrate them, and return to the true proper Catholic Church have more bishops, ordain more bishops correctly with the bishops that we have. So once there's enough of us, once we have the numbers, then, then you make a proper assault on the Novus Orchians and you say, right, get the fuck out of the Vatican because you don't belong there. It's not your church. We're Catholics. You're not. Get out and elect a new Pope with the proper bishops. But if we try to do that now, because our numbers are so small compared to the Novus Orkins, all the, you know, idiots, you know, lazy people who think they're Catholic, but they're not, they're being deceived, who cannot be bothered to pick up a book, spend some time understanding their own religion, all those guys will be like useful idiots. They'll be like the zombies going, oh no, you're fake, you're schismatics, you're, you know, no, we're the Catholics, you're the schismatics and the morons. And they'll become a zombie horde. So, first step, awaken the zombie horde, you know, show them the light. Once enough of the zombie horde is converted, and it doesn't mean need billions, you know, it doesn't need millions of, of people. It probably needs a few million, but you know, we're there. There are so many disgruntled Catholics. Uh, the Laura B. Dannon, the lady that left the comment, she says she only hangs out with trad cats and when she goes to the Novus Orcomass, she wears a veil and refuses to take the host in the hand. That's a good start. That's a good way to rebel. It's a very good approach. So I would suggest to Laura that um, get your friends to do all the same, you know, go there and mass and say no, and no, and no. And if you've got some men in your, in your church, uh, in your Novus Orcan church, Speak to them, show them this video, get them to read Believe, buy them Believe, let, the, let them read it. And make them go to the About page on Canon188.com. That's free, doesn't cost anything. Just read, it's a couple of pages and it's got links to pretty much everything, including the heresies of Vatican II. Why do you not know the heresies of Vatican II? Why not nobody bother to Google what is heretic about Vatican II? Just read it, just read the Vatican II documents. If you're an actual Catholic, your hair will stand on end. It's perverse. And at canon188.com, there's a very good link to uh, the Heresies of Vatican II, which is a relatively short document because it's only about 16 pages long, but, and it only highlights the, the, the gross, you know, the, the biggest, almost obvious Heresies of Vatican II, but there's plenty. I mean, you could write books on it, okay? But that's enough to give you a primer to let people know they are not Catholics. Novus Orco, that's their name. Make that spread. I coined that name for a reason, because it's powerful and it's funny and it's true. It's the Novus Orco Church. They're Novus Orcians, which is just a branch of Satanism. And Bergoglio is their king, okay? Spread the word, let the truth be known, because the truth does set people free. That's step number one. Step number, even before step number one is step number zero. Do not despair. You're Catholic. We're not given to spirit of fear. 
were not given to a spirit of defeat. Do you think the Knights of Malta in 1565, when they repealed 20,000 Muslims with about 300 knights, you think they despaired? They had to rebuild the wall every night. Every one of those men was wounded severely. Their 82-year-old leader fought on the walls, wounded in the leg, without a helmet, just to inspire his men all day at 82. And his men imploring him to come off the walls, and he was like, nah, I'm good. And then, when he finished the fight, he came back down and he had the next meeting of, okay, this is how we're going to deal with tomorrow. That's a Catholic. Be Catholic. In the sodalitium.biz uh, or sodalitium.com, anyway, it's also a link in the canon188.com. If you go to the website of the guys that I uh, attend Mass with once a month or so, because they, they only send a priest to London. You know, they're based in, in Belgium, in Turin. They've got some bases in Europe. Uh, but in London, you know, they send a mission. It's just a priest that comes once a month to do a Holy Mass. And we all try and attend as best we can. You know, people come from very far away to come to that Mass. At the end of uh, December, you know, from the 20th of December or so, for a couple of days, um, I've invited the, the priest that baptized me over and we're going to get a venue. We're going to have a question and answer sessions. And I'm hoping to have two days of that. I'm hoping to have one open day for people who are just curious, lapsed Catholics, Catholics that don't know about the whole Vatican II heresy. And then a second day for the members of the congregation, of the church, people maybe who want to get baptized, that sort of thing. So, you know, if you are in London in that time, uh, go to canon188.com. I think they're busy setting up proper uh, contact forms. That's what I've been told anyway. And uh, once that's up, if the contact forms are up and that, you know, put your name down, put, your, put some contact number, put an email, put your interest level, you know, let them know that maybe if you're in the States and there's, you know, a hundred of you living in one metropolitan area, you know, if a hundred of you each give like, I don't know, 20 bucks, that's two grand. You know, two grand is enough to get a priest to fly over there, stay a day or two in, in a hotel or, you know, they're, they're pretty flexible guys. They're not, they're not into money. You know, I, I know how these priests live and I know what they eat and I know how they survive. They're not into money. They don't care about money. They care about the people. They care about souls. And, you know, some of the guys in our church are also a bit like, oh, but, you know, uh, is it growing? And I'll never forget the priest's response. That's the same guy who baptized me. He was a hardcore, he's young, but he's a hardcore priest, you know. And he goes, we're not even worried about numbers. The truth is what matters. You know, how many people did it take to change the world? You know, it was 11 scared men. 11 scared men without a leader. The leader had just been nailed to a cross and died. You know, that's all Christianity needs. It's not a numbers game. It's a power game. It's a, it's a, it's an intention game. Remember, we are the church militant. The Catholic Church is known as the church militant. Okay, on earth, that's our name. We're soldiers in the army of God. That means we're behind enemy lines. Because this earth is under the dominion of Satan. So we are in, in enemy encampment. We're inside their lines. All right. Now think about that. Think about that. You're special ops behind enemy lines. You think that your job is to sit around and wait? No. 
No. Your job is to blow up their factories, take out their supply lines, take out their leaders. And I'm obviously speaking, speaking metaphorically. What does that mean? Well, take out their factories means go to your Novus Orco church and spread out pamphlets. Give people the, the book I believe. Write out your own little pamphlet about the, the Novus Orco church. Put, print out little business cards with canon188.com and, and the link to their about page or the link to the, to the, to the heresies of Vatican II. Just spread it around. Give it to people. Talk about it. That's how you blow up their factories. And explain, you know, that's why you got so many pedophiles in the, in the Novus Orca church, because it's satanic. It's the church of Moloch. It's Novus Orchians. They're not Catholics. They're not Christians of any kind. And if you go in there thinking that you're a Catholic, you're being fooled. You're being deceived. I'm not telling you not to go to the Novus Orca church. Go. With the intention of blowing that shit up. Not physically, not with a bomb, right? Blow it up by talking to the people. Blow it up by letting them know the truth. Blow it up by going to the priest and saying, why are you doing this perverse mockery of the mass? In the, in the Sodalitium uh, website, there's an article and you can even buy the, the book. I don't know if you can buy it in English, but you can certainly copy the article. It's in English. It's called A Brief Criticism of the Novus Ordo Mass. You can buy the book. I bought the book. I wrote a, a, a message in it and I handed it to the parish priest of the church where, where behind the house where I used to stay in, in Venice. And he said, oh, I'm, you know, when, when I gave it to him, I said, oh, this is for you. I said, oh, I'm guessing this will be critical. And I said, well, yes, it is critical. He says, oh, well, you know, I said, well, but read it. Why, why are you trying to defend before you even read it? There's nothing untrue there. It's a fact. So why don't you read it? You know? And now, obviously, this priest is supported by the Novus Orca Church. He lives from the Novus Orca Church. He's given a house by the Novus Orca Church, which I've been in. It's a very, very good-sized house uh, with Armenianenses, with uh, all, all crucifixes, all sorts of art on the, on the walls. You know, definitely not a poor place to live, especially in Venice, which is a very expensive city. Uh, so... The next time I saw him, you know, he, he was sort of dismissive to me. He, was, he wasn't too happy with looking at me. I wasn't even baptized then. And, you know, you bet if I lived there now, I'd be there every day. I'd be there every day to say, why don't you become a proper priest? Why don't you become a proper priest? But before doing that, what I'd probably do is I'd catechize to all the people that live near there, to all the people that, live, that attend that church. I would, I would go to the young guys and tell them, look, by the way, this is the new guy. What, what do you think about it? Shouldn't we get a proper proper priest? Shouldn't we get a proper priest? And then I'd go to that priest because he was a good guy. That priest was a good guy, you know. But I, I don't know why he didn't know about the Vatican II or why he let it go or whatever. He was a decent human being, but he was a Novus Orco priest, you know. I wouldn't bow down to Bergoglio and, and his satanic horde. No. Now, if you get a whole congregation, now this guy suddenly sees, hey, there's 20, 30 new faces in my, in my, in my holy mass. Oh, great. Not a single one of them goes up to take the host. We just stand there in silence until he's finished. And then we go up and say, by the way, we think what you're doing here is invalid. This is what we believe. We want you to become a proper priest. Renounce Bergoglio. We'll fight for you. We'll stand right here. We'll reclaim this church. We, the community, the people in this community, 
We're going to stand right here and we're going to tell Bergoglio he can go fuck himself. This church is not ours. Okay? They infiltrated the subterfuge. We don't need to do that. We'll do it directly. We'll say, no, we're Catholics. This belongs to the Catholic Church. You stole it first. We're taking it back. And that's it. We'll support the priest. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? They're going to send the cops? That's fine. We'll get drones with cameras on them live. Let them send the cops. Try and arrest our priest. Try and arrest us. We'll make a human chain. It's going to go around the news all over the world. And every one of us will be wearing a t-shirt. Canon 188. Canon 188. Canon 188. You can even have Canon188.com. It might boost those guys' website and whatever. Canon 188. It's going to be all over the place. What are they going to do? That these people are afraid of the truth. They're afraid of sunlight. Now, just like Owen, just like Vox, I'm a reluctant warlord. I am not designed to be the alpha leader of a pack. I don't want to be. I've never wanted to be. I have no wish to do it. But you piss me off. I'm going to do it. And I'm not going to do it like an alpha guy, you know, who is concerned about the, the social impact and he's concerned about how it looks. I don't give a fuck. I am going to win. That's it. You pissed me off. It's scorched earth. To the zombies, to the social justice nonsense, to all the lies, the filthy sons of Satan. Yeah? No. My aim is to create Catholic city-states. That's the ultimate aim. And we're going to do it. It might not happen in my lifetime, I don't know, but it might happen in a couple of years, okay? And there is a strategy, believe me. So, oh, just one other thing, because I had this like back and forth with this idiot Sir Hamster who's saying, you're leading people down the wrong path. No, I'm leading nothing. I'm doing what I want to do. And yes, I am leading a charge on the Novos Orco Church. You bet your ass. So pay up, pay attention, right? Because we're special ops behind enemy lines, and I'm not a general. I'm a special ops captain. That's what I am. Vox is more like a general. I'm not. So if you follow me, yes, you're going to jump without me having to say how I, or without even me having to say jump, because you're all going to be of the same mindset, and you're going to go where I'm saying. Yeah? And you're going to follow orders if at any point I do give orders. It's not my nature. I tend not to. But if it ever comes to a point where somebody has to give orders and I have to give them, I will do so. And if I do so, I expect you to follow them. But let's be very 100% clear about one thing. You are making that choice. You are choosing to follow me. And if I give an order and you follow it, you are choosing to follow that order. I don't want zombies. I don't want lukewarm people. And no, you are not going to argue with me for the leadership. You're not. My house, my circus, my monkeys. It's going to be done the way I say, not the way you say. You want to do your own thing, go do your own thing. You don't get to subvert me, my ideas, or my concepts. But everybody that follows me, follows me of their own free will. I am not asking you to do anything. I might tell you what to do, but you're doing it. You're choosing to do it. It's on you. Okay? And I'm a flawed human being. So I will make mistakes. I'll get things wrong. There will be times I get it wrong. That said, 
I do have 155 or so IQ. I've made plenty of mistakes from which I've learned every time. And I've got about roughly three decades, that about two and a half decades, maybe not completely three decades, but certainly more than two decades of leading men in things to do with combat, whether it's martial arts, whether it's actually, you know, having a gun on you and having to do protect people in violent situations, in bad situations. So I know how to lead men and I've always done it the same way. I don't want a personality cult. Okay. That's why I wrote the book Sistema to demystify the personality cult that was being built around a couple of people. No. If you pick me to lead you, that's on you. That's your choice. And if you pick me to lead you, then you better fucking follow properly the way I say. And when it doesn't suit you anymore, or if you don't like it anymore, leave. Leave. I don't want lukewarm people. I told you. I don't want the average Spartan. Now, keep in mind that the average Spartan was better than any of the soldiers of that era by, by far. Okay? They were raised to be warriors from birth. Yeah, I'm not interested in the average Spartan. That's not good enough for me. I told you, I want the 300. I want the 300. I want the immortals. Did you know? It's kind of a coincidence, but it's a good coincidence. They named me the Kurgan from, you know, the Highlander movie, who's an immortal, right? But the 300 of Leonidas, the 300 who held back 10,000 Persians or a million Persians, according to some accounts, for enough time, for five days, so that the Greeks could, like, get their shit together. That was Leonidas and his 300. They are known as the immortals because they will be remembered. This happened, you know, thousands of years ago, and we still remember them now. We know who Leonidas was. You know, the king of Sparta and the 300 was his personal retinue of bodyguards. That's who I want. They died to a man. To a man. They stood there and died. To protect and defend. And they did. And they changed history. Because if the 300 had not been there, we would be Persians. There would be no, you know, Western Hemisphere. We would be Persians. That's who I want. You're going to follow this channel. You're going to subscribe. That's fine. You know, you can just listen and be on the sidelines. That's fine. But if you're going to do stuff, if you're going to be on my side, that's the kind of person you got to be. Now, we're physically, at least for now, right? Physically, we're not going shield to shield fighting Persians. Might come to that eventually. You know, might come to that. But right now, it doesn't matter if you're a man or woman or whatever, you know? A woman can, can spread the word as much as a man. Maybe even more. Maybe even better. You know, people have been telling me, oh, you should talk to E. e Michael Jones. And I don't know enough about the guy. But, you know, I, I Googled the guy a little bit. I saw a piece of an interview he did with Owen Benjamin. And I just today, I saw a piece of an interview that he did with some lady called, I, I don't know, her channel, I think is called Blonde in the Belly of the Beast, if I remember right. And, um, you know, she's got a lot of followers. She's got like 126,000 subscribers or whatever. But... I listened to five minutes of what she was saying about faith and why Western civilizations collapse about faith. And this girl doesn't know anything. You know, she doesn't know anything. She's, her, her thinking process is not right. 
She doesn't understand faith. She doesn't understand why Western civilization has collapsed. She's trying. She's probably looking for answers and she's trying her best. And she's got a lot of followers because she looks kind of pretty and she speaks well. And, you know, she's clearly thinks up of what she's, how she's going to look before she does the video. Unlike some of us who just sometimes are in our pajamas or, you know, whatever. Um, that's not the point. I'm not criticizing her as a person, okay? I'm just saying she doesn't know anything and i don't know this e michael jones whatever but my first question if i if i were to have an interview with e michael jones and i'm i'm scared of nobody i'll have an interview with anyone that i decide is worth having an interview with right so all the little gamma boys trying to make me do whatever they want no i don't jump through anybody's hoops never have never will if i decide oh, i want to maybe talk to that guy or it would be useful or it would serve our strategic purposes to have an interview with some of these people fine you know, I'm gonna have another little interview with uh, with my friend Dave, and the the game we're gonna play because I, I want people to see. I want people to see that like, you know, you don't need to be my little fucking slave or whatever. You don't need to be my little follower. Hundred percent. You 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 do if you're gonna follow me. You know, there's only gonna be one rule. Mine. That's it. It's not gonna be arguable. If you wanna be one of the three hundred, it's not in question, right? That's why they were the three hundred. That's why they were Leonidas personal bodyguard. Because to a man, they did not deviate one iota. And their names are forever written in, in the history of humanity. Okay? That's the kind of people I want. Because you only need 300 of those guys to change the world. And you're saying, oh, yeah, but, you know, but they all died. So what? So what? I was four years old when my grandfather looked at me and told me, hey, it's better to be a living... Uh, uh, um, a deckhand on a ship and be alive than to be a dead hero. I was four years old and I didn't say anything. But I remember looking at the man and I respected, I loved this man. I looked at him and I thought inside my four-year-old brain, no, because if you're a deckhand, what have you done? Who have you helped? What have you achieved? Nothing. I'd rather be a dead hero. At least that guy did something and we all die. We all die. No one gets out alive. So why would you be scared of dying? You know, if it's worthwhile, why not? It's a good way to die. I mean, would you rather die as one of the 300 or some mealy-mouthed fucking worm guy that lived to 90 years old and achieved fuck all? No. Fuck that. I'd rather be one of the 300. It's not about ego. It's nothing to do with my personal glory. I mean, some of those 300... I don't know their name of every one of them. I know Leonidas and I know that the 300 were his bodyguard. I don't care if nobody remembers my name. But I know I've already changed a little piece of history because some of the books that I've written have changed people's lives. The Face on Mars has changed people's lives. I know because for 20 years I keep getting emails now and then that are like, shit, thank God you wrote that thing. It makes sense. I don't feel like I'm crazy anymore. And now believe I've had already four or five emails of people like telling me I'm going to convert. Thank you. You know, now I know the truth and various comments and so on. So my little impact has already been done. And if I can make more good, let's make more, you know, but that's, that's the aim. I'm, you know, Vox is very much sort of like, Hey, as long as you're on our side and you're shooting in the right direction, that's fine. We don't have to agree on everything. No, no one agrees on everything. That's, that's a fact. But I want the 300 that are willing and able 
to submit their own uh, decision, choices, ideas, consciously, consciously submit them. Not because I say so, but because they choose it. Because I'll tell you now, you don't get to be one of the 300 that stays next to Leonidas and dies next to your king. You don't get to be one of those guys because somebody else convinced you. You don't get to be one of them and not one of you flinches because of social pressure. No. You do that only if you chose it with your whole heart. And those are 300. Those are the 300. Those are the immortals. So I want immortals. Okay? That's what I want. If you're going to follow me, you're doing it. You're doing it. You choose to follow me because you decide that that's the best thing going forward. And, you know, like Leonidas, don't worry. I'm not the kind of guy that leads from the back. All right. I don't ask anything of anybody that I'm unwilling to do for myself. Also, if it does get to the shit hits the fan type of stage, women are not going to be in the 300. It's only going to be men. There's not going to be any gay men. There's not going to be any bisexuals. There's not going to be any women in the actual 300 if things get physical. Because if things get physical, that means people are going to be trying to kill you. And that means you've got to fight back. And I do not believe that it is a woman's place to be in the front lines. Now, in war, shit happens. So eventually, you know, if they break through the lines, the women will have to fight too. And good luck to them. But for a woman to have to start to fight for her life and defending her kids, the man that is with her should already be dead because he should have fought to the death for his family and his, his comrades, his friends in arms, his brothers in arms. So that's the strategy. First, spread the word. Get as many numbers and get them ready. Tell them. We're just biding our time. Exactly like special ops. Put your dagger in your teeth. Put your black face on. Crawl. Hide in the dirt. Get under the dirt. Crawl in the sewers if you have to. Get close to the enemy and get ready and wait. Wait. And when the time is right, then we take over that church. Then we take over that church. Then we take over that church. Then we take over the Vatican again. We take it back. Sounds ambitious. Sounds crazy. Sound... It's not crazy. It's not ambitious. Eleven scared men changed the world. So, there's more than eleven of us. And I'm only looking for some serious, dedicated guys that number 300 worked for Leonidas. And hey, if I get a thousand, all the better. If we get a thousand immortals, definitely changing the world. And do your part, do your bit. You know, if all you can do is, is give a thumbs up or spread the video or copy it and put it somewhere, do it. If all you can do is spread the, the canon188.com, the, the link to their about page, do it. If all you can do is talk to your, your mate at church, do it. And do it correctly. Do it the way that you need to. Be wise. You know, sometimes you can't just go through the front door, kick the door down and say, this is the truth. Sometimes you have to plant a seed and then let it grow. Be as wise as serpents and as innocent as doves. And as wise as serpents, it's going to serve you better in today's climate. 
And remember, little gammas, little people who sit on the sideline, criticize and do fuck all, I got no time for. You don't like this channel, you don't like what I'm saying, leave. It's a big internet. I don't want lukewarm people here. Get that right. That's why I don't have so many, so much criticism, because I banned the fuckers right away. And it's not because they're criticizing me. I've had people criticize me with valid criticism, and that's fine. You know, I've had people tell me I completely disagree with everything you're saying, but you know, you're saying some interesting shit, so I'm gonna keep listening. Fine. You're respectful about it, and down the line, he might change his mind. A vegan, a vegan, he, the, the vegan guy. I forgot your name, man. Whoever you are, but uh, you know, I made I made a, a video called something like uh, hardcore Christianity, not for um, you know churches, vegans, and something else. And he said, oh, "Am I missing the point? But what's this got to do with vegans?" And I replied, you know, as I do, because I'm telling you, you've got to test the man's metal. I said, well, you're weak. You don't eat proper food and, you know, you're weak and sickly and uh, you don't really count. And he goes, well, that's a bit rude of you, but uh, okay, you know, I, uh, and I, you know, I'll, I'll, I still like your other stuff, so I'm going to listen. And I said, good, that's a spirit. Now go get some protein. You know, I'm still poking at him. And it's like, well, you know, I think you're you're wrong about that stuff. I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to get plant protein. I said, no, I'm not wrong. But good on you for not taking a person. See, that, that guy has got some potential. He is a vegan, you know, it's tragic. But he didn't take it personally. When I said, you know, vegans are all weak little bitches. And they, they, basically, that's what I said. You know, they, they can't fucking, they're sickly. They, they're not, they're not healthy and they're, they're eating wrong. You know, um, he didn't take it personally. That's okay. You know, he might be a vegan, but so far he's, he's shown that he's got some, um, he doesn't take it personally and he, and he carries on. He's, he's open. He's open enough to like listen to other stuff. So that guy, fine. You know, you can stay. There's no problem. I don't care that you're a vegan. I don't care that you told me that I'm wrong about nutrition. I'm not, but it's okay. It's all right. You know, so it's not about criticizing me. It's about doing it in a respectful way and with an open mind and not bullshitting. You know, not doing the straw man. That Sir Hamster guy, I don't give a fuck who you are, right? I know that that Sir Hamster is a, is a moderator on Vox's channel. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit if you're Vox's best friend, all right? I don't care. What you said on my fucking channel is a bunch of lies, a bunch of binary thinking because you're fucking stupid. So that's it. You're not banned yet. But if you reply again on that fucking thread, you're gone. And if you do that bullshit, you know, little uh, straw man shit, where you, you put up a fake argument and then you try and shoot down that fake argument, nah, I don't deal with that. I will burn you out. I don't care. I don't want lukewarm and I don't want fucking liars. No liars. Now, I don't care if you're a binary thinker and you don't think you're lying, you think you're making a real valid point, but you're actually not, that means you're too stupid, okay? You're too stupid to understand. And being too stupid is not a sin, right? But if you're too stupid, you should shut the fuck up. Just listen, follow, or don't follow, but don't opine. Don't make an opinion. Don't give your opinion. You're too dumb. Your opinion doesn't count because you can't do the fucking maths. You can't do the steps. So you're just a distraction. You will get banned just because you're you're just creating chaos, not giving anything good. Valid criticism. 
you know, a valid point where you say, hey, but you're wrong about that and you're right and you've listened to all my stuff first so you and, and you represent me correctly, you don't misrepresent me and you point out something that I've done wrong, fuck, I'll say thank you. I'll say thank you to that. I've got no problem with that. So understand, you know, there's a lot of new people here and this is going to sound pretty hardcore if you haven't heard me discuss this before but, you know, I'm like that from day one. That's why I don't have a lot of gammas on my channel because I don't engage with them. They just go straight to the mass grave of banning. I don't don't talk to them. I don't say anything. As soon as I see a gamma comment, you're gone. And, you, and if you try, you know, like, oh, but I'm trying to be very respectful, but this, that, that, and, and it's still a gamma bullshit, you're gone. You've got to be a man. You've got to stand up. You've got to say what you're going to say, honestly, truthfully. And if you're wrong, you've got to say I'm fucking wrong. And if you're right, I'll say I'm, I'm wrong. I have no problem to say I'm wrong. I know I've been wrong before. It's not an issue doesn't happen very often compared to most people, but it happens. You know, we're all wrong at some point about a bunch of things. So, but, uh, you know, the Sir Hamster guy, uh, well, you've, you've seen my replies. I don't remember which comment on, but his name is Sir Hamster. He's one of the commenters, and I replied to him three or four times. And, uh, you know, and basically it was because on the one where I said something like, I can't remember if it's about the one of loneliness or the ones about how to find a good wife, one of those. But basically, I said, look, in today's and, and I qualified this for minutes, right? For minutes before I said, look, you know, the rule of the church is this no sex before marriage. That's the correct way to go about it. But in the, you have to understand where you're starting from and what the milieu that you're in is right now. If you're Amish, that works fine. You know, maybe in certain parts of the world that works fine. But if you're living in New York or fucking London, and you think that you're going to be a good Catholic boy who's never going to have sex before marriage, you know, maybe if you find the right church and you go there and you go with the activities. But the problem is there isn't even a good Catholic church in London, not one. There is a mission where we have a mass once a month. And the women that are there are all married and all have a bunch of kids, you know, so or they're little old ladies. So you're not going to find any wives there. So you have to go to a Novus Orco Mass and try and rescue one of those poor lost souls. And you're not going to have any sex before marriage in a place like London. You know, you're going to die a virgin pretty much. Now, maybe there's nothing wrong with that. Maybe you need to become a priest and whatever. I don't know, right? But what I'm telling you is what worked for me. Now, if you're going to take my advice or my suggestion or, or listen to what I'm saying and then do it, and then you go wrong, that's on you. It's not on me, right? I'm telling you what a path that I found that worked. And I'm not saying I made the right steps. I'm not telling you that that's what you need to do. You know, some of the steps I made, I, I strongly advise people, I, I don't even mention it. I don't mention what some of the things that, that I got involved with or done. Or they were, but I don't say it because it was so wrong that you know I don't even want to give you the idea that maybe that's the right way to go. I mean, I was involved a woman at one point that was just fucking literally demonic and I, I was doing it because I wasn't scared but I'm not telling you to do that that that's just you know that's just fucking wrong don't don't go that route you know I'm not don't follow my steps I'm telling you what I did and what worked and sometimes you know even if you're doing wrong you can get closer to the truth and eventually you can weed off the wrongness that's what all it is so for somebody to take that and turn it around and say you are advising young men to fornicate Listen, you dumb shit. First of all, there's hardly anybody that's watched any of these videos who hasn't already fornicated and isn't already fornicating and isn't probably in the middle of fornicating. 
hopefully not while they're watching the video, but you never know. There's some real freaks out there. So that's not the point. The point is evolve. You know, you are in the sewer, you are in the mire, you are the dirty fucking patchy rat. Work your way up and try and become a human being, you know? And I can only tell you that because I've been in that fucking sewer and probably, you know, 10 levels lower than you'll ever fucking even think of going, yeah? So don't misrepresent me. I'll ban your ass. And it's the same, you know, there's no difference between me on video and me in real life. In fact, if anything, in real life, it's even more uh, in your face because, you know, I speak like I speak here. <laughs> and uh, a lot of people are not used to that. But if you ask me a direct question, you're going to get a direct answer, you know. But anyway, the whole topic of this thing was supposed to be the strategy going forward. Where do we go from here? Rome has fallen. Good. Now we can start the proper work. That's the attitude. You know, the attitude is not like, oh, but there's so much darkness all around us. The attitude is like, hey, I've got two stones. I've got two stones. If I bang them together, I can make a spark. If I can make a spark, that means I can make a fire. If I can make a fire, that means I can have a torch. If I got a torch, that means I got light. And the darkness is fucked. Right? That's the attitude. That's the attitude you need to have with everything, you know. The, the loneliness one I, that, that, that I talked about, how to beat loneliness or whatever. You know, if you're alone, broken down, you don't know what to believe, you're, you're lost. You, maybe your parents are full of shit. Maybe you've got boomer parents. Maybe your girlfriend just fucked your best friend and left you, whatever. I don't know. You know, there's all sorts of depression and situations and people feeling lost. Look at that video if you want. But that video about the loneliness, how to beat the loneliness is a good one because it's telling you through stuff. It's telling you through stuff on how to like stay open, feel the pain. Don't get depressed. Don't get, don't be like, oh, poor me. But feel the pain. Let it come. Let it hurt. But stay open because that's how you find the truth. That's how you feel God. That's how you come closer to God. And there's a brilliant book called The Cloud of Unknowing. Get the Penguin's classic translation into modern English. And then go online and download the cloud of unknowing in the original, you know, old English um, and read them side by side. Because the old English sometimes, because the English is, is like an old English, it's, uh, you know, was written in the 13th or 14th century. So by a Catholic, uh, a Catholic mystic who remained anonymous. And if you read it, you'll understand why. But um, read them side by side. Because sometimes the old language is so clever, but you need sometimes a little bit of translation. Because, for example, they use the word wit, you know, W-I-T, wit, in a very, in its true original sense. So you have to have a pretty good understanding of the English language or, you know, read it next to uh, a modern English so that you can compare and contrast and sort of get the real sense of the old English. Because the old English is far superior. It's a much better, much better book. But... Um, maybe not as accessible for you know modern readers of english get the cloud of unknowing read that book that that book helped a lot you know it's uh it's a good book read the bible read the new testament and again you know I, look i'm not I, I don't make a living from my books right honestly i don't very few writers make a living from their book just so you know statistically there are more professional football players in America, which is the country that consumes the most books in English language. There are more professional football players that live off that than there are 
professional writers who make a living just from writing. Okay, In writing, it's like 0.1% of writers get most of the money and everybody else gets just a trickle. Uh, so read that, you know, read it. Go on Amazon, get it. Look at the videos, share the videos, go and read up the, the Sodalitium blog, go read up the, 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 the heresies of Vatican II, educate yourself about being a Catholic. And I am going to increasingly speak more and more just to Catholics, although I'm going to do a little video with my friend Dave, and that's going to be about, I've, I've asked him to research stuff that he can come at me hard on what, what he thinks are the faults of the Catholic Church. And I purposefully have not asked him what those things are going to be, and I purposefully am not studying, I'm not looking anything deeply into the Catholic Church. So in other words, I'm putting myself as an open target for him to shoot bullets at, because I want you to guy, you guys to see. I might know not know the answers to his things. I probably won't because I'm not a particularly great theologian of any sort. But um, so I, I've told him, now shoot some bullets at me so that we can show the people that watch the video that you're an Orthodox, I'm a Catholic, you know, clearly you're in the wrong because you're only an Orthodox. And, you know, his attitude is going to be clearly you're in the wrong because you're only Catholic. And yet we respect each other. We know we're on the same side. And I've said this before, because the future of Christianity is Catholic and Orthodox. That's it. You're not going to have some weird denomination of some weird Baptist, you know, some Protestant denomination that, you know, they all eventually will allow gay, whatever, lesbian ministers talking in, in their church, you know, whatever. Protestantism doesn't count. Yes, there are some outliers, as I said before. The outliers can join our ranks once we've got our, you know, our army built up. That's basically how it's going to go. Uh, because that's just history. That's just human nature. So it's going to be those two. And my aim right now, strategically, is to build up the quietly Catholics. Build up the quiet Catholics. The ones that know that the Novus Order of Mass is invalid. The ones that know that it's Novus Orkins that have taken over the Catholic Church. And, you know, if you're feeling bad because you can't take Holy Communion because there isn't a real one near you, I get it. But remember, the Crusaders only had Communion maybe once a year if they were lucky. Okay? And look what they did. So hold fast. Don't be given to spirit of fear. Confess to each other. Meet up in each other's houses. Do what you can. Put enough money together to get one of the priests to come over and do a Holy Mass once a year. You know, even if there's only five of you, put a little bit of money aside. You can get a priest to come out there once a year to do a Holy Mass. You know, strategize, organize. We're Catholics, not given to spirit of fear. We fight. Church militant. Special ops behind enemy lines. That's who you are. Okay? And if you're not yet, if you're not a Catholic, read up. Catholicize yourself. Educate yourself. Get the canon law of 1917. It's $60 or $80, I don't know, on Amazon. Yeah, it's a lot of money for some people. I understand that. But if you're interested in it, you'll find a way. If you can't get it yourself, you know, get together with other people. Maybe you buy one book for, for a bunch of you and you share it. Get the Catechism of Trent, which was a response to the Protestants mostly. Get catechisms, get the missiles from before 1958, the ones printed before 1958. There's a lot of stuff out there. 
Educate yourself. Go read up. At least, at least start with reading up the heresies of Vatican II. You know, and if you're a Protestant and you think that the Church of Rome is all fallen and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, the Church of Rome has fallen. It's no doubt. You know, it's infiltrated by Satan. But that's also prophesied, both in the Bible and by saints. So, it's all going according to plan. You know, now, don't be scared. If you're a remnant Catholic like I am, if you're a remnant of the true Catholics, let's make that remnant big. Nowhere in the Bible does it say that it has to be only like 10 guys, you know. Could be a million, could be 10 million, could be a billion. That's your job. Go out fighting. And if you're going to go out, don't go quietly into the night. Yeah. So that's the strategy. I hope that answers your question. Laura B. Dannon. And, uh, and everybody else. And all the guys that are new. And this feels a bit intense. Look at the other videos. You know, video number one explains what the real Catholic Church is about. How it got infiltrated. What happened. Video number two is a response to the people that got pissed off by that video. And by now, the people that are really pissed off with me don't come here anymore. And that's how I like it. So if the things that I say upset you, go away. You don't need to comment. You don't need to say anything. Just go away. I don't want you here. You're not part of us. You don't want to be one of us. That's fine. You can just quietly listen or be on your way. I'm looking for the 300. I don't mind if there's a million guys watching. That's fine. That's, that's great. Spread the word, of course. But the ones that I'm really looking for, the 300, I want the people that are going to get involved. Okay? So be one of them. And... That means you start stuff on your own too. You know, you don't you don't need me to tell you everything. You don't need me to tell you whatever to do. Remember, I'm not your classical leader. I would be more like Leonidas. Everybody's kind of telling me what to do and not to do. I'm gonna say, you know what, fuck you. I'm going there. I'm going there with my 300 and we're gonna change the world. And he did. That's the kind of people I want next to me, okay? So don't despair. And if you're not one of the 300, if you're not built that way, don't despair. I'm not dissing you. I'm not saying that you don't count at all. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you can't be one of the 300 because that's a fact. But you can be support troops. You know, the 300 also had Greek troops that helped. They had other Spartans that helped. You can be one of them for sure. And we need those people, you know. You don't have to be one of the 300 to be on our side. Just know your place in the scheme of things, right? Just like I know my place in the scheme of things. In the hierarchy of the saints, if I ever get there, if I don't end up in hell for some tragic error, after I spent a few millennia in purgatory, which I believe I probably will have to, because I'm not a particularly good Catholic. I'm an earnest one. But if I do get to heaven at some point, I know exactly where I fall in the scheme of things, and I'm nowhere near the top. Because I'm warrior class, I'm warrior caste, and those guys stop at a certain level. The martyrs are above them. And who knows above that? It's above my pay grade. So know where you are in the hierarchy of things. Remember, heaven has got a hierarchy. So, so do we here on earth. And if it looks to you like I don't respect the hierarchy, that's because you don't understand what, what is true. All right? First of all, on earth, I have one king. And his name is Jesus Christ. No other. But I understand that on earth, we should be, as nations, we should probably have kings. That would probably be the best thing. 
I actually think the best thing would be a doge like we had in Venice. And I, I'm going to aim to get Venice back at some point and make it Catholic and have the doge again and make it a republic. La Serenissima should rise from the waters again. That's, uh, that's one of my aims eventually down the line. It's not a priority. Priority is to get Catholics on side. So I hope that has answered your question. I'm just short of an hour. I'm going to put this up right away. So uh, again, thank you to the new 300 because I just literally hit 300. And by the way, that lady whose name I said, Michelle Dell, then I think, uh, you know, get in touch. I'll send you a book. Um, if you want to, if you don't want to, that's cool too. But I just hit 300 and then thanks to Owen reading a letter online, I've now got another 300. So we're over the 600 mark now. So keep spreading the word. We want to try and hit a thousand. You know, I um, have a little bet going with my wife. She, you know, I told her like, oh, I wonder when it'll get to a thousand. I had a certain thing and she, she said, oh, you're going to hit a thousand before the end of August. And I was like, nah, you know, I don't know. So it would be interesting anyway. Um, so if you want to make her happy and be right, you know, then she can, she can lord it over me. Um, you know, she's, it's fine. You know, it's a little game we play, but um, yeah, spread the word. That's, and that's the strategy. I hope that answers your question. God bless you all, even the gammas. You never know. One of them might eventually wake up and become a Delta and that would be a, that'd be a good thing. And have a good weekend.